Husker Nation, a lot of the conversation is about the coaching position that leads this program. You are Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Husker Nation, it's Steve from 93.7, the ticket FM in Lincoln, Nebraska. Lincoln, America, right that smack in the middle of the country. Um, it is a special program, a special episode, actually part one of two here on Locked On Huskers, Locked Go Big Red, Locked On Go Big Red, and the Locked On Sports Network. I appreciate you folks. I want to thank the folks from Bet Online. Bet Online, this is where the game starts. The, the most props, the lines, the odds, everything you want. They can break down first score, uh, first touchdown, how many. TV passes, all those things are available. BetOnline.ag. We appreciate you folks for joining us and making Locked On Huskers and Locked On Go Big Red your first watch each and every single day. And this is a great day for it. Why? Because if you're going to talk about this football program, you're going to talk about the future of this program, the current location of this program, you have to get close to it. Proximity is everything in truth. We got the first lady of Nebraska football. Let's bring her in. Priscilla Joseph joins us. It's so good. Thank you for doing this. Absolutely. This is this is amazing. So in the two parts that we want to do, right, we'll go through this episode and we'll tell the story of who Priscilla Joseph is because it's a unique story in this space. And so we want to give her her props. And then in the second episode, um, we'll provide some information on those stories behind the game. She's exceptional at breaking it down and getting to the core of it. So that's what we're going to do. Um, <laughs> let let the, let Husker Nation know who is Priscilla Joseph. Like, give us the story. Priscilla Joseph um, is a stay-at-home mom. Um, we have two littles, uh, a seven-year-old daughter named Melania, and an almost three-year-old boy named Mickey Rain. And been a full-time stay-at-home mom for the last seven years. And now I, with so many people, <laughs> I've taken the plunge and gotten back into coaching softball. And um, I've been praying for this for so long. Um, just the timing was never right. But with that being said, I think we as moms take um, it's never a right time to do the things that we love. And it's like an excuse after an excuse because I could have given everyone another excuse not to go back into coaching. And I had a very persistent dad and mom that just were very adamant and saw my gift and now I'm coaching travel ball. I'm coaching 14 and under girls. Um, and yeah, on top of being Mickey Joseph's wife, uh, with now this, it's a, a lot, um, just a little chaotic. Let me take that. It's a little chaotic <laughs> a right chaos, now. Right? It's a little chaotic right now because my cup is overflowing, but it's overflowing with all the things I've been praying for. Um, so I'm very blessed, very grateful, but I'm trying to slow down and take it all in because as much as I 
wanted this. I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to coach and support Mickey and what he's doing. Um, I still forget to enjoy those moments because it's like I wanted them for so long and now they're here and now they're busy running and trying to keep schedules together and be there for everyone and still make sure I'm healthy because that was my priority getting here and it's all happening. Everything you asked for and more. Everything and more. Tell the story of where you're from, mom and dad, home. Okay, I am the youngest of five, um, born and raised Chandler, Arizona. Um, I have three older sisters, one older brother, and a large family of a lot of Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big family. Mom is one of ten. My dad's one of five. So family is all over Arizona. Through yeah. that, you find you said your parents found the gift. That's athletics, yes. sports, mm -hmm. and you specialize and focus on softball. Tell us through the journey when you recognize you were special at it and that maybe I could do this thing on a college level. I was the youngest of five and all of my siblings played. Everyone, I mean, we started off playing baseball. As soon as I could walk, my dad put a bat in my hand and it was, he coached me and my brother until we were 13. And that was when my brother said, I'm not doing this anymore. And then that's when my dad said, you have to go play softball now. And I didn't know what to do. I was like, well, that's not fair. But it it was an adjustment. It, and I fell in love with it. It was just like baseball, but faster, which was something I needed because it was, it, baseball was getting to the point where I was just like bored from it. Yeah. Um, then... In high school, I didn't start playing travel ball until I was 15, and I was playing with 18-year-olds. And I think that's when I knew when I had all these coaches telling me that I couldn't play 16 and under because it was too easy. See, I love that part. We're going to pause right here. We're talking to the first lady of Nebraska football. So Welcome back to Locked On Huskers, Locked On Go Big Red. We are here with the first lady of Nebraska football, Priscilla Joseph. Uh, I want to thank the folks from Bet Online for, for making this happen each week for the folks at Locked On Huskers and Locked On Go Big Red through the Locked On Network. Uh, the props are in play. The Ohio State plus 30 line is important. Uh, Maryland being a, a four-point a four favorite over Northwestern, 14 points over Northwestern. All of these are available to you on Bets Online. Go, go have at it. Have some fun with yourself. Um, do another thing for us. Interviews like this, content like this, like, follow, share, subscribe. Get the alerts so that these shows each week, each day as we do this, and we provide this content for you every single day, first thing in the morning. Share it. Get the, get the content. Um, and I can tell you, you want to do that now to make sure you don't miss this episode and the next episode with this young lady, Priscilla Joseph. You talk about being special. So you go to college, tell the story. Give me the scouting report on Priscilla Joseph as a player. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was I was a coach's kid. So my dad coached me and it was I knew the game and I know the game very well. I it wasn't just about playing. It was always about knowing what was coming. And the more I knew the game, 
the less I was willing to take from coaches because in certain situations, I knew the answer before they did. And it was bad. It was, it got to the point where like, I ended up becoming uncoachable because I was like, I should be telling you what to do. You should like just sit back, collect your paycheck and let me, you know, do what I do. Yeah. And it, but I was always wanting to be better. I wanted to know more than every single player on the team. I wanted to just sit back and watch as much as I wanted to play. I was still trying to, well, this player needs to go here that, you know, we should do this. This is faster. And softball is a quick game and typically the fastest ones win. Right. I mean, as much as the game's turning into power hitting and all that stuff, you still have to be fast. Um, And girls now are really fast. So fielding has to be fast and all that stuff. So I was just really into all that. And I just knew I needed to share my knowledge. And while I was in college, I ended up having um, parents when we would do like clinics at the schools, they would notice how well I would was with the kids. I enjoy other people's kids, but cause I like, I can give them away. <laughs> so I was okay with that. Yes, I, I know. I know it's, it's terrible. Listen, you're going to get the truth from me. I <laughs> I know, that's why we want this conversation to happen. There's so much beauty in it. And it always leads. Like people ask me as a coach, when did you know you were a coach? Well, as a player, I knew what, what felt good to me, what felt right for me. And I wanted somebody to be, I want to be there for young people the way I wish grownups were there for me. Yes. And so that was the process. But for you, you then become a college coach. And I don't know that all the Husker Nation understands. You were a college coach. Like this is this is not you just hanging out on the side. Yes. You're a collegiate. Let them know where you coached and how this happened. So I started coaching at Alcorn State University. I was an assistant coach there. And then I ended up taking over as the head coach. Then we got pregnant with my daughter and Mickey was left to go to Grambling State University. And then I finished off my season and then I moved there. And while I was pregnant and then after I delivered, I was a pitching and hitting coach with Gremlin State. And then after that, we were at Louisiana Tech for a minute, just a second. Yeah. It was only a few months. <laughs> and then we went to LSU. And once we got to LSU, it was just, it was a lot. Like Mickey needed a lot. My daughter at the time was just two and three and it was chaos. So I stepped away from the game. And it took a toll on me. It was awful. I hated it. It was hard. But I it was it was my journey. It was something I needed. It's what um and I think I needed that as a coach because I matured a lot. Cause when I was coaching at All Corn and Grambling, I was still very young. I was the youngest um division one head coach at the time. I was 25. And I was at the peak of my career. And I will continue to remind Mickey Joseph that I was yeah. at the peak of my yeah, career like, when I stepped away. Like, listen, I, this, I, I was up here, Mickey. Yes. Like, I, I was. And I tell him all the time, I'm like, I sacrificed my career for you. Oh, man, that has got to be the greatest but we made, we made the like, it, is well, that- it was hard because we talked about it. But we were living apart. So yeah. when we were trying, I'm like, oh, this is going to take a while. We're, I'm going to be coaching here for about a year or two. And then 
all of a sudden we'll get pregnant. Uh, well, God had other plans. Hello. And we got pregnant right at the end of my season. So then instead of continuing my season, I moved with him. Um, and we've been on this football journey going on 13 years. So how long have you, you and Mickey been together? 13 years we've 13 been together. Years. We've been married six. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long He time. had six years of convincing me. <laughs> Mickey, I apologize. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's she's just beating him up. Oh, I, but that's it. Look, 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 look it. you are who you are. But but two coaches in the family certainly develop some level of understanding of what he goes through. Yes. And I think a big part of the benefit of you being around this program is having another coach in the house. You want to know when he decided to say I do mm -hmm. was when he saw me recruit Arizona girls to Mississippi. Let me tell you. That's the win. Like, Did y'all hear that? Yeah. When he saw me recruit Arizona girls so, to move to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so who's the best recruiter in the house? Well, you know what? He did recruit me. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're, 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 you know, you know y'all can make your own decisions. Yeah, on that, but I mean, I'll way. give it to him. Uh, is there any, is there any desire for you to become head coach? Joseph in the in the future. Absolutely. That yeah. is uh the end goal. That's yeah. always been the goal for me. I mean, I was there, you know. Um, but to walk away, it was it was hard. Yeah. Um, but I know it's coming. I just need him to retire a little early and then I'll just take over. So after <laughs> three national titles here. I, that sounds yeah. I, I think that's I fair. That, yeah. Like three, three and seven years. There you go. Like, uh, like is that? Is I that was fair? hoping three and five, but I mean, we can do three I, you and know, seven. Look, look, we don't want to push additional pressure. On him, man, <laughs> he's going through a lot. Uh, we're going to go. Considering I haven't seen him, yeah, we'll talk about that as well. There's lots to talk about. We'll go to our second break. We're here with the football. Welcome back. We appreciate you hanging out with us here on Locked on Huskers, Locked on Go Big Red. It is uh, by week, but in that time, you get to have conversations and reconnect and kind of reset um, your focus. You know, thank the folks from Bet Online for doing what they do. They make this, you know, they make this very easy for us. Um, look at the top of the second. I want to tell you that Penn State is favored by five and a half over Minnesota. Uh, PJ Fleck is probably like walking in circles right now just at the thought of that. That is not what he had planned for his season. So jump on betonline.ag, take a look at things. Uh, have some fun this weekend, especially for you Huskers fans where you can't lose this week. It's nothing but wins. It's nothing but wins. Um, as we close out with 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 the coach's wife, uh, first lady, Coach Priscilla Joseph, we have to give her full credit uh, for, for her existence and her journey and her path. I'll ask you your thoughts on Lincoln, Nebraska. Since you've been here, what jumps what jumps to mind about this fan base? Um, they have a lot of love for Nebraska, like love. A little obsessed, mm -hmm. <laughs> I could say, yeah. but the obsession is fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, everyone here has been really nice, and but I also know, having been in this football world for thirteen years now. It takes one game, one second for that to change. So as much as we're enjoying all the love and the support, 
I know tomorrow that can change. Um, but I enjoy everyone's passion for the love of just Nebraska and not just football, but for all the sports, for basketball, for volleyball, for softball, for every, like all the sports, everyone here, when you, they say they're a Husker fan, they're not just football fans, they're, they're Husker fans. It, it's legit. Right? Yes. It's deep. It's passion. Um, at LSU, it's, it's, it's everything. Plus it's a party, right? Yes. And that other part of it here. It's about the work. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you figured out your tailgate deal here. Right? I did. Right. So yes. give us give us the coach's wife tailgate. Give us that. It's really just a family tailgate where all of the coaches' families, anybody in the building, come, mingle, get to know each other, meet somebody else in the same world that you're in, right? As a coach's wife. Um, as much as I get support from everyone else, there's nobody that understands my world more than a fellow coach's wife. And having, being able to meet other coaches' wives and having a place every weekend where you can go and have a good time and not hear anybody else talk about your spouse. Well, we all talk about the guys, but right. <laughs> not wins or losses kind right. of. Um, right. So it's it's nice to have that place and then you know they invite their families and you get i mean i just when we did this at lsu i know so many families now like my coach's wife's families like they'll see me and they're like oh hey you know like and it's nice you don't i'm not just friends with the, my fellow coaches wives i'm friends with their families with their brothers with their sisters with their grandparents and it's just it's a growing family so I, that's what, why I was so passionate about tailgating because there's nothing like having a tribe. It, it is important. And, and the Husker tribe is real. In closing, um, I'll ask you about this because you were telling the story of decorating the head coach's office. <laughs> what, what, what goes through your mind in that space? Like the first time you walked in and just kind of looked around and said, okay, I get to put my fingerprints on this thing. What did you want? What did you see? What did you want to accomplish? Um, family. This is, has always been the goal since I first met Mickey back in 2011. It was always about Nebraska. It sounds so cheesy saying it out loud, but it, it, it's the truth. It really is the truth. Like, like we had the that again, like I, I look, this is, we're, we're going to do a part two. We're going to do another episode, <laughs> but I just want you to say that again for the people in the back. Nebraska's always been the end goal. So it Ooh, look, that is the perfect red balloon. That is where we hold it right here. Um, I appreciate you. You know, I love you. I adore you. I appreciate you doing this uh, for you and the Husker Nation fan base. Uh, prepare, subscribe, follow, like, do all of this. Let folks know this conversation is going on and there's another one coming. Uh, we appreciate the folks from Bet Online for, for taking care of us. Uh, this is Locked On Huskers. Locked On Go Big Red. The next episode, we're going to ask the question, get an answer to this. You ready for this? Does Mickey Joseph want the head coaching position at the University of Nebraska? We'll get that answer in the next episode 
of Locked On Huskers. Those three words we love so much. And Priscilla, if you would join me in saying them, <laughs> go, go Big Red. red.